Welcome to the Fulfillment Project podcast, where we, the seekers, unite together to step into our higher selves and highest purpose. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm glad that we have found each other here today. My aim for this show is to give you some tools and strategies along with the awareness of emotional intelligence and intuition as you create a life and business from alignment, creating more joy and fulfillment every single day. Welcome to today's episode on the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm curious, what are we doing together today? What are we doing? Am I driving with you? Are we putting on makeup together? Are we cooking? Are we at the gym? Are we out on a walk? Like, oh, I wish I could know what you were doing right now. Um, I was out on a walk this morning. I was listening to a podcast, and so it always just sparks me as to wondering where you are Uh, while we're on this journey together through this episode. I just always find that so neat. I want to kick this podcast off today by posing a question to you. If you're someone who's a personal trainer or a coach or you're in the service-based industry uh, from some capacity where you have clients and you see them um, in immersive containers, have you ever had the relationship with a client move out from the professional standpoint into a friendship? This happens, right? I mean, we attract awesome people into our businesses and naturally that relationship can take a progression where you align, you click and you become great friends. Happened to me many times over the years. Well, this definitely happened with a client of mine, Claudia. She became a client of mine and Joe's in a program, in a mentorship program that we were running in 2018. Then she came into our mastermind for a few years. She's in the Alliance Sisterhood right now. But over those years, she's become such a dear friend and someone who is a huge support system for myself uh, outside of a, a friendship perspective. Like She's like a soul sister to me, has helped me on my growth journey immensely, and I know uh, for her, vice versa, having these support systems is so key. And I bring her up today because she has an incredible podcast called Conversation Awesome with Karma Kin. And I recently was on her show and she interviewed me and we had such an awesome conversation just about so many different dynamics. And I brought the episode on to my show here today because I want to share it with you. And so this episode will help you recognize which manifestation cycle you are creating in, whether you're creating in an aligned manifestation cycle or a misaligned manifestation cycle. It will help you evaluate uh, the many different aspects of your life, like your career, your relationship, your health. Um, And we're also going to be giving you lots of wisdom from our own growth journey and the the stories that uh, we're going to share on this episode. Um, If you want to see a really great representation of a woman who is, you know, awake and in the trenches and and doing the work and and committed to her alignment journey, Claudia is such a beautiful role model for that. She recently came back from traveling um, overseas for the last, I think, three or four months, and she packed things up and sold her car and um, gave up her, her apartment and just went on this beautiful journey, and she shares so many stories from that, and there's lots of questions about my book that's through the episode, and so... I'm just going to kind of stop talking right now, and we are going to flip over into that episode, and I know you will get so much value from it, and I hope that you check out Claudia as well. I've left some links in the show notes for you. Okay? Enjoy this episode. 
All right, we are celebrating today episode number 100, le centième épisode du podcast. I am here with my beautiful soul sister, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah, to this conversation. Hi, Claudia. I'm so excited and honored to be uh, your guest on your 100th episode. Yeah, I was... Um... Back in September, I was planning, you know, the episodes for the fall. And I was like, oh, my God, like mid-December, it's going to be episode number 100. And I was like, what do I want to do? Like, I should want to I want to like create something special. So last year for the last episode of the year was number 50. So I did like a wrap up, you know, like the highlights of the year and like the best episodes and like the guests that we had. And I was like, I don't want to do something like that because I've done it for number 50 and like for the first, you know, year of the podcast. I was like, it's going to come to me. And I was traveling, as you know, so I had a lot of space. I was back in like full joy and alignment. And then one day I just had a download. I was like, I'm going to invite Sarah because you helped me launch a podcast back in February 2021. You are my first guest as well. Episode number four, we were chatted about uh, masculine feminine energy. And it's almost two years now. And a lot has happened for me. A lot has happened for you. Mm -hmm. And we have so many like soul to soul conversations that I find are very inspiring. We've helped each other a lot through everything we went through in the last two years. So I was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a conversation about all things related to alignment and life and following the joy. I want to chat about your book and just inspire women who are listening to us and are on the journey of, you know, personal development and growth and, you know, improving their health. So Thank you for being here for episode number 100. It. Yes, of <laughs> course. I mean, we could chat life chats and alignment all day long. It's I know it's become such a huge part of your work and your life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I wrote a whole book on it. So yeah. Yeah. Let's start with the book. Oh, the book. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. I, I'm so proud of you. Like I held it in my hands when I was in Spain because I had Emma, who's also our soul sister, um, who was on the podcast a while ago. And she brought it to me, you know, and it was just a really um like I felt moved, you know, I was like, I'm so inspired by my friends and like just holding this and learning more about you and reading the stories that we shared and like that we've been through together and then seeing my name in the book as well. What is, I know you have a whole episode on this, but what is like the biggest lesson that you learned this year, writing this book and getting it into a lot of people's hands? Biggest lesson writing the book. Um, choosing a topic that I was so passionate about and that I couldn't help, but not write. Mm. Um, you know, content creators, whether someone owns a podcast or runs a YouTube or creates courses, writes a book, there's immersive time and ideas that need to come out to create that piece of content. And I know, Claudia, you've probably struggled with like, well, what am I going to create this podcast around? Like there's mm -hmm. kind of those blocks that we get. And if we're not attached to the topic, then it can feel like it's something that's forced. Mm -hmm. I actually uh, attempted to write a book a year and a half ago, um, but it wasn't aligned. Um, mm -hmm. I was moving my business in a different direction and I just felt blocked. I just couldn't get it going. Yeah. Whereas this book, it was a download. It was a clear idea. It felt right. And I wrote it in two and a half months, which is insane for mm -hmm. um, getting a book written and out. And so it just being aligned and just so passionate that I couldn't help but not write it was like my biggest lesson. Mm -hmm. I love it. It reminds me of when I lost alignment with my marketing message um, back in 2021 and early 2022. I was like, I'm not connected to my message anymore. I'm still talking about stuff I used to talk about like five, six years ago, like reusing old posts as well, because we get into a habit and we get into, for myself anyway, like 
oh, I should quote unquote be writing this. I've always talked about training or squatting or like proteins. Then I guess that that's what people expect me to talk about. Whereas, you know, in my personal life, I was going through so much more than that. So I wanted to share, you know, Reiki and spirituality and personal development and finding my soul tribe and stuff that was not, that was more in alignment with what I was going through, but not, you know, part of like my usual go-to marketing message. So yeah. yeah. Sometimes we can feel that resistance to evolution and like we get stuck, like we put ourselves in a box and no one Mm -hmm. else does it, but ourselves. And then you decide to break out of that box. You're like, I'm just going to like tip my toes in this. And then we feel ourselves come alive again. And we wonder why we stayed in our box for so long, but Mm -hmm. yeah, you got to follow your joy. Follow the joy. Follow the joy. joy. (laughs) You were actually, and I don't know if I've actually told you this, but you You wrote it in the book. Oh, I did. I When you signed for me. Yeah. Yes. Um, you were the first person who I, I had said, follow the joy and like that, like languaging came out. Um, and so, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful moment of a circle right now. Yeah. Cause even for yourself, following the joy was not something easy. I remember like you had to like myself, make a list of like, what can we do on a weekly basis to follow the joy? And so what does that mean to you? What did I mean to you, Dan? And what does it mean to you now to follow the joy? Yeah. Um, well, I found myself and I I wrote this in the book, I found myself completely burnt out at the end of 2019, um, with my business and doing things, um, just because I knew that they would make me money. Mm -hmm. Now I was still connected to my clients. I still loved coaching. Like I loved all the things about my business, but how I was doing it or where my goals were placed were just so external from myself that I just found myself completely burnt out and, not fulfilled at the end of the day, even though I was, you know, reaching income goals and so forth. And I had Mm -hmm. lost the fun and joy in my life. Mm. And, and I got to the point where I didn't even know what that meant. Like what you said, it's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have to take that conscious effort of like, well, what does bring me joy? And so I went on this two-year journey of like finding myself again, as cheesy as that sounds, but realizing what brings me joy and creating space in my life and learning to like listen to myself and my intuition and shut the noise out from the world and figure out who I am and what I like and what brings me joy. Mm-hmm. And at first that was a very conscious effort. Like what you said, yeah. it was like yeah. <laughs> making, making a joy list of like, Hey, what brings me joy? And then consciously choosing to do the things on that list or bring those things into my life. And when we start to do that stuff, when it's new, we're like, Hey, like I'm doing it. Like, is like, is it working? Like, is it bringing me joy? And then you sort of start to relax into the process of just allowing yourself to feel good. Mm -hmm. There's so much conditioning around struggle or hardship or thinking that we need sacrifice for reward as opposed to just feeling pleasure for just nothing at all. And Mm -hmm. so it was reconditioning myself to allow joy to bubble up on a day-to-day basis and Mm -hmm. I have found that when I follow joy, it always brings the best things into my life. It always brings the most fulfillment. And so that was my journey of quote unquote following the joy or what that meant to me. And now it's, it's a very unconscious thing. Now it it Mm -hmm. just happens. Like I just lean into whatever feels good or what I know is going to bring me joy or what's going to bring me fun or creating the environments of joy and fun with whatever I'm doing Mm -hmm. so that we are actually in joy in life. We are enjoying life. Mm-hmm. And as simple as that sounds, there's so much of that is just lost within our culture. And we're just so conditioned to for struggle or for hardship. And it just doesn't have to be like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. That's a great, uh, great point. <laughs> I remember I was like planning in my calendar, like, okay, Friday afternoon, you know, this is my fun time. I'm going to do something that brings me joy. But then I would get to Friday afternoon and I would a- automatically like, well, I have nothing planned. So let me just, I can work a little, you know, a little longer. Like, let me just go back to the gym, right? You just always fall back to what you're usually doing and like your habits and your go-tos. So making that that list was so helpful for me. Like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to, you know, buy some puzzles or, you know, start, you know, playing cards, you know, by myself. And like you said, you're doing it and you're like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? Am I doing it? (laughs) Like, I don't feel much, but then it's just like any other habit. Like the more you do it, the more you lean into it, there's less resistance and then you allow it and then you can see it you know, in the different things that you do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You mentioned environment as well, because I mean, there's a lot of things that we're going to do that we don't necessarily enjoy, you know, like some people love doing laundry and groceries and cleaning the dishes, but a lot of us, we don't really love to do that. And there's stuff in the business or uh, chores, or even with the kids that you're not necessarily going to enjoy all of it, but creating the environment and their circumstances and the, the intentions behind it as well. I feel that, um, it's a good way to bring joy in the stuff that, you know, are not as uh, pleasurable as something else. Yeah. yeah. There, there's many things in all of our lives, like what you just rattled off there that we don't maybe want to do, but we have to do because it's part of our life or mm-hmm. that we're choosing to do. As an example, I don't enjoy cleaning the kitty litter. It's, you know, it's yeah. not fun. It smells. Mm-hmm. I got two cats using one box but I'm choosing to have cats. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us don't realize the choices that we're making in life, but then creating struggle or hardship on ourselves for the things that we have to do for the things that we're choosing to have. Mm -hmm. Whether it's like putting on some music or, you know, maybe diffusing some oils in the room as as I'm cleaning the kitty litter, you know, there are always these things that we can do in order to create the environment of joy for the things that we're choosing to have in our lives. And that was a, big thing that I realized of like all the choices I was making in my life, but creating struggle around all the choices that I was making. So then Mm -hmm. I came to this moment of like, whoa, like what type of internal environment am I creating for myself to live in, to create from? And when we have that moment of like awakening and we realize, no, like there can be a different way. Mm -hmm. Like we can feel different. We can do things to have a better environment or we can make different choices for our future to be better. It really puts that empowerment back on us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's um, one thing or one task or something that you do in your day-to-day life that you still struggle maybe to, you know, be fully enjoying acceptance and realizing you're creating for yourself or yeah, something you're working on right now? The, the weeks that we have the kids, the, the school runs. Mm. Um, and so my fiance has kids and every other week, um, uh, we feel like we lead like a different, uh, like a double life. So like yeah. one, one week we're like, you know, this like, uh, this couple who can do anything they want and they have all this freedom. And then the next week we have kids and there's school runs and lunches and sports and activities and all that stuff. And I have found, I had some awareness around not enjoying taking them to school. Or as an example, after this call at two 30, I need to leave and I need to go pick them up from school. And a part of me goes, Oh, like I need to stop working to go do that. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we have these moments of like, uh, or like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that. This is like pit in our stomach of feeling like we're forced to do something. Mm-hmm. It's a really good moment to come back into like, okay, how can I reframe this in my mind? And so I've been reframing it as, um, a, a space for me to 
catch up on a podcast when I'm on my way there mm-hmm. or um, a space to connect deeper with the kids. Uh, as an example, Claire loves Taylor Swift and the new Taylor Swift album just came out a few weeks ago. And so we have a ritual now of like driving to school and we like listen to the new Taylor Swift album. And so mm-hmm. there's things that we can do to create a better environment for us to sink into that present moment. Because mm-hmm. when we're not in joy, we're either in in the past ruminating on something or we've projected our mind into the future worrying about something coming down the pipeline, mm-hmm. which takes us out of joy because joy is in this now moment. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that reminder of like, how can I get into this now moment? How can I sink into this a little bit more? It's a moment in our life. And if we're just wishing away those moments or not wanting them to be there, then we're not really living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, like, we're creating this, like we're creating our realities. Every like decision or choice that we make daily just literally comes to the type of life we're living and how we spend our days. So taking full responsibility for everything in our lives and realizing you can make a different choice. You can make a decision to go on a trip for three months in the fall. You know, you can decide to write a book or to stop writing a book if you're not in alignment with it. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we forget that we're in control of a lot more than we think we are. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to know what was your favorite part of the book or what was your like, aha? Because I know like, you know, all that work, we've been talking Mm -hmm. about it for years, um, many conversations around it, but like, what was the highlight of the book for you? Um. What I needed to read at that moment when I read it, when I was in Spain, was the reminder of the misalignment manifestation circle. Mm. Um, do you want to chat about that? And I can go into my yeah. example just so people can uh, know what this, what's the difference between an aligned manifestation and a misaligned manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I came up with this because uh, back in 2009, I was coming out of a heavy depression and there was a lot of drug and alcohol use and I had found fitness. And that fitness was my first spark of truly working on myself and following my joy. Fitness felt good. So I just followed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've achieved a, a lot of amazing things. Um, ranked high in a professional fitness standpoint. I've been on the cover of magazines. I've grown very successful businesses, um, found amazing partner. Um, so I've done a lot of cool things, but I've recognized through that whole journey some of the things that I did happened with ease and they just unfolded and it felt so good. And there was no struggle. Like there were challenges I had to overcome, but it just happened. And the results that I got were more than I could have ever have anticipated or the right doors open or the people mm-hmm. and opportunities just come. And then I've also achieved things where it felt hard and it felt like I was just like pulling everything along. And I ended up like burnt out and resentful at the end. And maybe I would have, I got my physical goal, but the dissatisfaction or lack of fulfillment was there. And so I came up with these two concepts of the aligned manifestation cycle and the misaligned manifestation cycle. Mm -hmm. And the, the big difference between the two of them is where the desire is first born. And so to create anything in our lives, we need to have an idea or a desire, right? Like I want this thing or I want Mm -hmm. to go after this thing or I have this idea. And these ideas can be either born from our highest self, which I see as, you know, our spiritual self. It's connected to our intuition. It's your most authentic, truest, whole self. Or it can be born from your ego, which comes from lack, where maybe you see a problem and you need to fix something in order to feel okay, or you feel jealous about some, some, something that someone has. So you want that Mm -hmm. there's a lack mentality of what you want. You need it. 
And so when things are born out of a need or that necessity or that lack mentality, it's always going to be a misaligned manifestation cycle because it's not born from your truest, highest intentions. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go into detail about the other steps with them? Yes. Yeah, okay. Do it. So we'll do the aligned manifestation cycle. When something is born from your highest self, um, maybe it's like you get that download or it just feels good, or you feel like you're being pulled, not pushed into something, or you just have to do it. The next step is always action with and creating anything. And mm-hmm. so in the aligned cycle, it's going to be what's called aligned action. Aligned action comes from inspiration. And I really look at inspiration like we are in spirit. So when we are connected with our highest self, we're connected to that spiritual self, we're connected to God, divine universe all-knowing, whatever language you want to put is perfect for you, we're going to be open to our intuition and we're going to know what feels right to us. And so we're going to have that in spirit, that inspired action come through. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be action that feels effortless. And we're just like, we have to do it. Like we can't not take this action because it feels good. It feels fun. Like we're in joy. We want to do it. The next step after that is what I call joyous focus when we're aligned. This is when challenges are going to pop up. Or a situation is going to come that maybe you don't know how to do this thing, or um, something comes your way that you need to learn how to overcome, or a new skill that you have to develop. Everything we want is always going to be on the other side of something that we don't know because we don't have it. There's mm-hmm. going to be a different version of us that's going to create it, or a different skill set that we need to learn. And so, with joyous focus, we're navigating challenges in joy. We're we're yeah. looking at we're looking at challenges like, hey, this is an opportunity for me to grow. This is an opportunity for me to rise to an occasion. This is an opportunity for me to step up into a higher level of being that I haven't been before. Mm-hmm. This uh, yeah. reminds me of my dark night of the soul in 2022 before my trip. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, like everything's falling apart in my life, but I still kept a smile on my face because I knew in my heart that the challenge yes. was going to bring something. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was going to come out of it. But because I've done the work and I went through like hero heroes journeys and dark night of souls before, I was like, okay, it's happening for a reason. Like yeah. I'm enjoying this, even though it's very uncomfortable. So that's why I laugh when you said that. I'm like, yep, yeah. <laughs> you go through the challenges with a smile on your face, yeah. and that's so key. That smile on your face, where you're like, okay, this probably <laughs> sucks right now. Like I realize I'm in it. This is challenging, mm-hmm. and challenges feel hard because they force us to rise to an occasion that we haven't done, like maybe it's an action, maybe it's a conversation, maybe it's like a change that has to happen in your life. It's going to be different. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where like the ego mind comes in of like, no, just like stay the same or do the same thing or don't have the hard conversations or don't put out that extra effort because it feels hard. Mm -hmm. But that joyous focus is like, okay, no, I'm going to smile through this. Like I know there's something better on the other side. And so on the other side, that end of an aligned manifestation cycle will be your extraordinary outcome. And so this could be, obviously you get the physical thing that you want, whether it's the money or the business or the body or the car or the house or the relationship, whatever it is you're going after, you'll get the physical thing, but you will always get more than you ever anticipated. And it will come with so much fulfillment and there will be bursts of satisfaction and pride for yourself. Uh, because you overcame challenges and you are a different person on the other side of that journey of going after that manifestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The misaligned cycle, when we have an, a desire or an idea that is born from ego, the next step, again, like before, it's action, but this is when it's going to be misaligned action. Or we can look at this like manic manifesting energy. So let's say 
you look in the mirror or you try on a pair of pants and you realize they don't fit anymore. If the egoic desire was like, oh my God, I'm getting fat. I need to lose weight. I don't feel good about myself. This isn't fitting. Like the beach is coming or I'm going to be in a wedding or blah, 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 whatever the thing is. Then it could be like, I need to find the plan. I need to find the coach. I need to get into action. I need to like take all the food out of my house. Like there's this manic need to be into action. Mm-hmm. And when we're in misaligned action, any action will feel better than no action. Because when we're not in connection with our highest self, we're not tapped into our intuition. So we don't have this groundedness, this peaceful space that we allow to trust for the guidance to come in. So we'll always be looking outside of ourselves. And this action usually feels hard. It usually feels forced and it feels ungrounded. The next step after that misaligned action will be resistance and struggle. So because you have an egoic desire and because you're just, you know, manically taking misaligned action and any action, we're going to feel struggle because it's going to feel hard. This is when usually you might want to give up on your goals. Um, The challenges are feeling like a struggle and you're not seeing them as an opportunity and you're going to feel like you're just walking through mud. Um, And this is when a lot of people will give up on their goals because Mm -hmm. their idea wasn't even born from their highest place anyways. And then on the other side of that misaligned cycle is suboptimal results. And so suboptimal results can look like dissatisfaction with whatever the physical thing that you wanted. So maybe you only got like half your goal or maybe you didn't get any of your goal or it just wasn't the full result that you want. Or you might get the physical thing, but you are burnt out. You're exhausted. You're like, why did he even go after this? And you're just so disenchanted with the whole thing um, that you're like, what was the point? Yeah. And I, I, I've had this, like I've hit income goals misaligned and I'm just so burnt out and disconnected and anxiety ridden mm-hmm. by the end of it where I'm like, what the, like, why did I even go after that? Yeah. And so that's the two cycles of misaligned and aligned. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I can relate to that as well. Like reaching goals and you're like, I don't feel anything or I thought this right? would feel different. Yeah. And that's two classic signs of a misaligned manifestation cycle is I thought this would feel different or is this all there is? Mm-hmm. And when we get to that space, that's when it's like, uh oh, like I was going about this probably the wrong way. Yeah. And um, to get back to like why this part of yeah. the book was what I needed to read at that moment, it's because I realized everything in my life at that point during my trip was back into a line manifestation, you know, like my inspiration came back from my business. I was, you know, obviously traveling, discovering beautiful um, cities and countries and meeting people and just feeling so good on a present moment by present moment um, kind of capacity. And then there was one area in my life, which I don't talk about on, you know, social media or podcast, which is like my relate, like my personal, you know, romance relationship was like, oh, I'm trying to get an outcome from a very misaligned, uninspired, forced action. And that's, that's the, like, because of the contrast, like everything else was go was flowing. And I was, you know, like I said, like just enjoying like all of it, like the whole cycle, even the challenges. But then this area I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I'm still holding on. I'm still trying to make it happen. It's still coming from a place of scarcity, lack, fears, ego, you know? So I was like, oh, I, I just need to like let go of this and apply this into all areas of my life and not just the ones that feel maybe a little easier for me. Right. Um, so it was a good, uh, re- good reminder for me reading that. I was like, okay, I need to apply what I've been applying in like all the other areas, but with this, uh, you know, specific relationship yeah. as well. Um, 
Yeah. And the other chapter that we've talked about this before and that I loved is the shake the snow globe, which is what yeah. I've done leaving on my trip. Um, what does shaking the snow globe mean? <clears throat> yeah. So if you think about a snow globe, when you shake it, what happens? Like everything inside, all the little yeah. flurries go up and it creates this like, you know, little beautiful scenery. And then eventually everything settles back down, but the snowflakes don't settle back down in the same space. And so shaking the snow globe to me is like shaking up your life, shaking up your patterns, shaking up your routines, and just creating more aliveness in your life. The human brain naturally likes to create routines because they're easy, um, because we can go on a little bit of an autopilot thinking, which is mm -hmm. fine. It, it helps us from a survival perspective, but it can make life feel really monotonous and mundane. And so to shake up your life, as an example, like just going to a different grocery store, taking a different driving route, changing up your morning routine, changing up the time of day that you work out or the different style that you work out or any, we can do anything to change up routines. What it does is going to wake up the brain again. It's going mm -hmm. to make things more alert. You're going to feel more alive. You're going to notice more things. And this opens up different possibilities for us to have different outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so traveling is a great example. Anybody who's traveled, we usually feel like we're more alive. I know for myself, I have more energy. I feel more spontaneous. I'm more adventurous. I have more mm -hmm. fun. Um, like a different side of myself comes out because yeah. we're in a completely different environment. Mm -hmm. And so there's little things that we can do in our everyday life in order to shake that up, um, just to like wake ourselves back up again um, so that we are open to more growth and, you know, our brains are going to think a little bit differently and it just allows us to have that more aliveness in life. Um, and then, you know, routines will settle back in again and then mm -hmm. shake our snow globe again. And yeah. so we just have to be actively growing ourselves. And that that's a good way to actively grow yourself is just to shake up your routine and shake your snow globe. Mm -hmm. How are you shaking your snow globe right now? Mm, I'm actually allowing my snow globe to settle because I shook it with writing my lot, book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I shook it with like, I hosted an event back in November. Um, I like changed my whole business model this year. So I am comfortably, uncomfortably allowing my uh, snowflakes to settle right now and just let them settle and then I will shake it again um, mm -hmm. in the new year. But yeah. yeah. And so here's the thing. When we shake our snow globe, it will feel like maybe we're exerting more energy because it will like our brains have to work harder, mm -hmm. um, which is why a lot of people don't like changing routines. Yeah. They don't like change because it it, cre it, cre it uses more energy within us. And naturally, from a survival perspective, the human body doesn't want to do that. But when we shake things up, that's when we allow different possibilities. And so, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but. All good. You're, you're <laughs> All letting good. your snowflakes uh, <laughs> yes. settle for now. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, do you find that from doing the work and evolving and seeing the benefits of shaking the snow globe, following the joy, you know, align manifestation. Is it hard for you right now to kind of settle down, allow yourself to rest and not be like manifesting the next thing and the next thing and allowing, you know, permission to kind of step back a little bit from the work and being in it and evolving. Um, um I actually find it easier, but seeing old patterns pop up, that mm. I'm consciously having to recondition. And so um, as an example, I see, and I know this is coming from my highest self, I see myself starting a vlog next year, starting cool. a YouTube vlog. Um, and the idea came, and at first I was like, I need to like figure out like how to vlog and like, yeah. you know, what's all the camera equipment. And so I caught myself going into like the manic manifesting 
Mm-hmm. But now, and we were talking before we hit record, like I'm just, I'm enjoying December. I'm enjoying the downtime and allowing that just to like percolate there yeah. um, and allowing myself to have slower days and just allowing nothing to be on the horizon, which mm-hmm. can be hard for us, like high achieving women, us like mm-hmm. highly creative people love to be doing things, um, but just being okay with stillness in life and just being okay with like not having the next project on the go. And I'm very okay with that because I know the next thing I take on, I will be at my fullest capacity to be able to take it on. Mm-hmm. But I am watching old patterns and programming from myself of like, no, jump into it. No, do this. And mm-hmm. yeah, I may yeah. have bought a vlogging camera already, but it's not coming for a couple of weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember um, last year when I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to start doing Reiki sessions. And I, I was, I did like my first couple of treatments and I got like so many downloads of stuff I wanted to create. I was like, oh, I want to do an event and I want to like do that probably in South America as well. And like, you know, bring more of that spiritual aspect into my coaching. And I remember telling you like, oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm not really thinking about that. I'm just staying here in the now, like one step at a time. And you told me like, you can have the vision, you can daydream about it, but that does not mean you're going to be in action today, but you can allow yourself to you know, like envision it or think about it or like write some list or brainstorm, but waiting and having faith that the right moment will come, then it will be in, you know, the right, the perfect timing to step into action when you're going to be, like you said, in full capacity. Yeah. Um, there's a big piece of faith or belief or just knowing that it will happen or that it will come your way. And then just kind of surrendering to that bigger picture that bigger force or and that's not easy I know that we both like really um dove into that in the last two years just trusting you know universe or source or like you said however you want to call it um is that something that you're still struggling with how do you nurture that relationship with the highest power and like what are some synchronicities that came your way that gave you maybe more faith so that now you're moving forward and you can trust even more the timing and all that yeah Synchronicities. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that you just brought that up. When we have an idea or a desire, um, it can be born from our highest self, but our ego can take over really quickly. Kind of like what I was just saying there, like, oh my God, like maybe I need to like find a coach or do all these things for this vlogging thing. And it's catching yourself of like, if you feel like you go into like that manic, I need to take action right now. That's the ego at play. Mm. Whereas if you can sit back and I, I believe in like having a vision for a period of time, because sometimes not all of our thoughts need to come into creation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a passing thought. And I've learned that if I get excited over something, I allow it just to percolate there. Like, does that thought unfold to the next thought, to the next thought? Does maybe someone show up or a synchronicity start happening? Um, as an example for my book, um, I had the download. I was standing in front of a mirror, like putting my makeup on, which these moments happen often. If you read my book, I've had quite a few mirror moments where I was just like, follow the joy. Like that's the book. Mm-hmm. And then it was, and I didn't feel this need to like jump into it. Cause I had a lot of other, I was hosting a retreat and I was, I had an event coming up and I was creating a program. So I didn't have capacity to start the book, but then three days later, um, Dr. Ken, who's a, a really good, uh, friend of ours was over for dinner and got talking about my business pivot. And he looked at me and he's like, you need to write a book. I'm like, I know it's called follow the joy. And so that synchronicity happened. Mm -hmm. And then like my editor showed up asking if she could help me write the book after I announced it on Instagram. And so 
when something is for our highest good, the right people will show up at mm -hmm. the right time. And it doesn't have to take always all of our own effort or even mm -hmm. all of our own confirmation. Like the, the people will come along to help you piece that together. And so trusting that being through it enough times helps build trust with anything. Right. For sure. And so I know it can be difficult when someone's listening to this, like, well, okay, well, like, how do I build that trust? Mm -hmm. And this is where learning what aligned action is versus that manic misaligned action. And mm -hmm. so aligned action, like it will feel good. It will feel like there's capacity. You're like, oh, this is the next step. I don't feel like I'm like, <gasps> like I need to do this in order to make something happen to feel like it's actually moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so just allowing that like chill mentality of like it will unfold when it's meant to unfold. And I'm never behind. Like I'm never behind. Yeah. Like it, it always happens in divine timing. And I know we can look back at, on situations of like, oh, of course that was supposed to happen that way. Mm -hmm. And we do that all the time, right? Yeah. So it's learning to like, well, if we've known that from the past, then we have to bring that into the future as well of like, it will unfold when it's meant to unfold. Mm -hmm. And sometimes now is just not the right time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we get in our heads and we get oh, into our programming, right? Or like, hey, but what if, but I should do this or like, is this the right relationship for me? But what if I like, just hold on a little longer? What if I make that decision? So stillness and allowing some chill yeah. space to quiet the mind, open the heart, go in, breathe, relax your nervous system. Like you will hear yourself a lot more clearly. Yeah. And it, it's that clarity, right? Like if you're spinning in your head like that, then you don't have clarity. Mm -hmm. um, I had a conversation with a girl er earlier this week um, around her relationship, her marriage. And she's like, I don't know if I should stay. I don't know if I'm making the right decision. I don't know if he loves me. Blah, 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 blah. Like, right. Like all yeah. the spinning. And she's yeah. like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, don't do anything. Like you don't mm -hmm. have the clarity. Um, mm -hmm. Like the world's not going to end tomorrow if you don't make a decision. Like give yourself stillness, do some breath work, do some meditation, like allow the space for you to be able to hear that guidance. Because yeah. far too often we're trying to force an answer to come. And it, when you do that, you're in your logical mind mm -hmm. and that guidance just won't come through. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. Uh, I mean, it happened to me at least twice in the last two years since we launched a podcast, like just spinning in my head and not having clarity for probably the first time ever in my business. And you were telling me like, you don't need to know, like, just yeah. come back here and now, and then just follow the joy and clarity will come when it has to. And th this trip allowed me a lot of space. You know, I kept like my one-on-one -on -one clients, but like my work hours, you know, went down and that's what I needed. And it was so cool to be like, yeah, I'm going to make less money this, um, you know, this fall. And I don't care. Cause that's not what I need right now. Like I needed space. I needed to be present with everything else and just shake my snow globe and step back into alignment with my true values, you know, and freedom and travel. It's not just for fun that I travel, like it's a soul calling, you know? So that's why it feels so good. And like, because I didn't do it for two years and a half, stepping back into that, I was like, oh, the business is not the problem. Because mm -hmm. during the summer, I was like, am I going to quit? Like, am I going to do something completely different? Like I'm, I'm burnt out. I'm not inspired anymore. And again, love my clients, love the coaching. I'm not saying that I hate it, you know, everything, but I just felt disconnected from where it was going and no clarity on where I wanted it to go and just really confused and in my head. So that space and that permission was like, oh, okay. The, the business was not the problem. It was yeah. just not following my joy, not being in alignment and holding on to stuff and just being attached to desired outcomes that didn't happen. Um, 
So yeah, trusting their but process. That, yeah. And and that that's scary, right? When like oh, we yeah. feel when we feel that disconnect, when we feel burnt out, when we're confused, when there's the uninspired energy, like if we're lacking purpose and just if we feel stuck, sometimes we feel like we need to like fix it right away. Mm-hmm. And like that, that is that ego mind of like, we need to fix this. We need to make this okay. Yeah. And sometimes like, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not know what you want. It's mm-hmm. okay to not have clarity. And I think like, we're so surrounded by marketing messages and especially like highlight reel of everybody online that everybody seems to know what they, they have it all figured out and everything's okay. And that's not the reality. Mm-hmm. And progress sometimes is taking that step back. It is making less money in your business. It is giving yourself that space so that you can propel forward faster. Joe, mm-hmm. my fiance always calls it the, the slingshot theory, Yeah, right? Like pull back, pull back, pull back so you can fly forward further. Mm-hmm. And the best thing someone can do when they don't have clarity is like create the space, like be, be okay with not being okay, being okay with not having it all figured out because trying to find the answer is going to make it worse and you're going to spin even more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. shake the shake the snow globe too, right? Like change up your routines, try something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe try a different exercise style. Like maybe yeah. go on a mini vacation. Like go rent an Airbnb an hour away from your house, house for like a night. Like something just to give yourself a separation from your everyday routines mm-hmm. can be huge for clarity. Yeah, for sure. And again, if you don't, if you if you're reminded that um, that cycle, you're just gonna repeat the pattern. And that's what mm-hmm. I did. I don't, you know, like the mastermind two years ago, I was crying and I was like, I'm not being true to myself and I'm lying to myself. I'm bullshitting myself. I'm not listening. I listened to like 10%. I changed like one program in my business. I was like, okay, cool. I'm good. Cause that was comfortable. My yeah. ego was like, we're going to change a little thing, but not too much. So then when that happened at the beginning of um, this year in May, when I had my, you know, my huge breakdown, I was like, I'm going to listen. And I'm sitting in it and staying in it. And you told me like, it's okay to not be okay. That doesn't mean you're not like in a good mood and that you can't follow the joy while you're not quote unquote, okay. So that was really helpful for me to go through like almost four months of like, what the fuck is happening? Everything's falling apart. I don't know where my life is going, but again, just keeping a smile on my face and allowing that permission to be like, I'm not okay, but I'm still in a good mood. And you know, I can still follow the joy and I can, it's okay to not have clarity, but I had to deconstruct a lot of, a lot of beliefs, right. Especially being so, you know, like goal driven and like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to make it happen no matter what. And like the athletes mindset and the entrepreneurial, you know, mindset and and vibe, I had to deconstruct and unlearn a lot of it to allow all of this to happen after. Yeah. You know, we build up so much strength and like you and I are both very strong women and amazing traits that we have, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it takes the breakdown and bringing us to our knees to be able to have the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we just try to stay so, so strong and I have it all figured out and I know what I'm doing. And you're like, no, I (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with breaking down because breaking down deconstructs everything. Like the Absolutely. moment where you're just like, I throw my hands up, like Jesus take the wheel or like yeah. however you want to <laughs> say it, right? Like sometimes you just have to let it all go before you can see that clarity to mm-hmm. rebuild back up and see where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you know, bringing in that one program or implementing allowed you to see what it was like to follow the joy from that minuscule scale. Yeah which is progress, which is what we need. But then when Mm -hmm. you find yourself back in the cycle, you're like, oh, like there's more, there's more here. 
I had to go a lot deeper than that. Um, but you're right, like, because it is uncomfortable, it's scary sometimes. So giving yourself some grace while we go through the process and not being in that perfectionist mindset or even that performance mindset sometimes, yeah. you know, in personal development and spirituality, like I need to, you know, progress every week and work on something and fix everything that's wrong with me. Like, no, you don't have to, you know? So that was, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's really important what you said there. Um, the personal development mindset, which is where, you know, I love personal development. It changed my life, but there's so much of that is focused on performance. So much mm-hmm. of focus on like, you have to get better or more productivity or more efficiency where we don't allow ourselves the space to like not be productive mm-hmm. or allow the space for the silence and not always having to be moving forward. And that's where I really found the spiritual development work and the alignment work mm-hmm. paired with personal development yeah. allows such a beautiful growth journey mm-hmm. um, to know the and it's almost like that balance of the masculine and feminine energy of like the yep. doing and the being, you know, the, the achieving and the receiving. Mm-hmm. And when we don't have that harmonization of those two energies, this is when we end up just skewed too far in one direction where we're burning ourselves out or we're not, you know, organized, disciplined to be able mm-hmm. to move anything forward. Yeah. It takes a balance that I remember saying to myself in the summer, I was like, I have great qualities. Like I'm consistent. I'm disciplined, like disciplined. I'm organized. But I was like, I need to like take these qualities and just like lay low a little bit on those, you know, because I needed more flow. I needed to be more spontaneous. I needed to allow myself permission to not be as consistent and disciplined. So it's, it's that balance and that gray zone that can become really beautiful and um, helpful to create uh, aligned manifestations. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you um, the most proud of this year? My book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from a whole, probably shifting my entire business model. Um, so last year at this time, my, my fiance, Joe and I had been running a business since 2017 doing business mentoring, which is mm-hmm. where I met oh, you, I... Claudia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you started as a client and have become a beautiful friend now. And I told him at the end of last year that I saw a personal brand for myself and we broke up business wise, which was a really hard conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I didn't know how he was going to take that. Um, I didn't know if he was going to take that as like, I didn't enjoy working with him, but I I just saw this other route. Um, But I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what an offer or a program would be. I just knew I needed to move in that direction. Mm -hmm. And knowing so much from my past of following the joy and an aligned manifestation, I knew I had to follow it and kind of give myself this, like, there's no net underneath of me and I'm just going to like do it. And so Mm -hmm. I decided to take, we took a huge income cut this year. Um, I decided to not take on any more business clients, like just slowly rolled that to a stop. Um, we also, I also left another business partnership as well, having those hard conversations. And so it was a lot of finding my own alignment in business this year, which took difficult conversations with other people. And then also the trust in myself that I was making the right decision. Mm-hmm. I saw myself go through um, a lot of anxiety in April for like starting to market differently and talk differently and question myself, um, mm-hmm. which is like where all of this work came into play big time of just reconditioning my nervous system and learning nervous system regulation through all of that. 
and trusting that it would work out on the other side. And it was about six months into that journey before I was like, okay, like I, I got it. Like I have my I'm confidence. Doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. I have my confidence. <laughs> like people are listening, people are signing up for things, but I don't think people talk about that journey from like deciding to do something different to like finding your stabilization in it again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in six months. And like, that's a long time to maybe not feel sure or to question yourself or to have those like anxiety ridden thoughts. And Mm -hmm. this is where a lot of people resort back to that comfort zone and stay doing the same thing because even if they don't like it, at least they know it's predictable and at Mm -hmm. least it's comfortable for them. Whereas if we can get on the other side of that fear, um, I look at growth as like we have our comfort zone and then outside of that is our fear zone. And then on the other side of that is our learning zone. When we can learn to like, I need to live in a learning zone. I might not know what I'm doing, but I can figure it out. I can gain new skills. I can try things. I can get some groundedness and stabilization here. And then on the other side of that learning zone is our growth zone where things feel alive and we're setting new goals. And like, we can see ourselves like doing differently and being differently and acting differently. Um, And then like, that's how we evolve, but Mm -hmm. it takes, it's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. You are literally living your work. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember I was, like the amount of message you're like, I'm literally like living chapter four right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. And I was like, oh my God. But it's so funny. I even wrote in the book like how much my own alignment was tested. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't write a book on aligned manifestation <laughs> not being aligned. Like, how ironic would that be? So it was just it was so fitting that so much was showing up this year that allowed the deepening of that book as well. So mm-hmm. it's it all happens with divine timing, just exactly. as it should. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always <laughs> working out for me. Yes. This too yeah. shall pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> um, what are we wishing uh, for the ladies who are listening to this for 2023 and the next 100 episodes on the podcast? Any uh, words of wisdom you want to share with us uh, before wisdom. we uh, wrap up? Yeah. You want to wish? Um, as simple as this is and through our whole conversation is to follow the joy. Like your heartstrings are there for a reason. Those sparks of inspiration where we're like, oh, that would be fun to do. Or, oh my God, I would love to do that. Like Mm -hmm. they're there for a reason. And I believe we're all meant to follow those. And when we don't follow them, this is when resistance comes on more or dissatisfaction comes on more because we have the contrast. Mm -hmm. And so leaning into contrast through following the joy, I think can be someone's greatest gift. Mm-hmm. Um, because as soon as we see a different light or see a different possibility, the contrast will show up and contrast is beautiful to help you move towards yeah. that higher desire that you want. And so mm-hmm. just follow that joy and be unapologetic about what brings you joy. Because I know that when I follow my joy, my highest best self shows up. So mm-hmm. I'm a better person in my relationship. I'm a better stepmom. I'm a better coach. Like I'm a better friend my capacity to be that better person is just bigger Mm -hmm. than when I am miserable or dissatisfied or feel stuck or resentful. Mm -hmm. The best version of me does not come out there. And I believe everybody else is the same as well. So follow your joy, ladies, follow your joy, follow your joy. Yeah. (laughs) And it, it makes the process so much more fun as well, because when we think of the things that we want, we're after a feeling, right? Like we want a car because we think it's going to make us feel this way. Or, you know, we want to travel because we feel that we're going to feel more free or we want that relationship because we want to feel loved or supported. But if you're in the joy in the present moment, you're going to feel good. So it's like, 
these, you know, the travel, the car, the relationship, they're just happy consequences of you living in alignment and following the joy on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, and, and that's why, like, and I talk about this in the book of like joy being such a high manifesting power mm-hmm. because I don't believe like an unhappy journey does not lead to a happy ending. And so if anybody's mm-hmm. listening here, maybe you have like um, health or body goals or relationship goals or business goals. If you're not finding joy in that pursuit, what makes you think there's going to be joy on the other side of it? And so it's following those little moments of joy of like, this feels good. I'm going to follow this. Mm-hmm. And now this feels good. And I'm going to follow this. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to see that big picture. Just know, just find that next step in front of you. That's going to bring you joy. And it will lead to something amazing that you're going to create. And that's how I created my business again this year. I had no big vision. I didn't know what I was going to do at this time last year, but I just followed the next right step and the next right step. And it led to such an incredible year with so much that was created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I planned my trip. Yeah. Like the first 10 days were planned, but I was like, oh yeah, this feels good. And then somebody came, you want to go to this place? Sure. You want to come over and stay over at for three days? Sure. Like just following step by step and everything that came out for me in the last three months, like, you know, my, my next, you know, ambitious project with Karma Kin and just back to like optimal health physically, mentally, maybe not physically. I'm back at the gym now on a more consistent <laughs> basis, but not eating a pain au chocolat and croissants anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, it just brings you back into that optimal, happier self. Yes. And then that best version of yourself comes out and your best Mm -hmm. work comes out and Mm -hmm. yeah. Follow the joy. Follow the joy. Follow the joy. (laughs) I'm going to put the link of your book in the show notes. It's also my website on the page Explore. So Explore page if you uh, guys want to have a look. And yeah, that's how we're going to finish this podcast with Follow the Joy. Thank you, my friend. Oh, thank you so So much. This was wonderful. Thank you. I love you, darling. Love you too. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysarah.com is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.